0: Welcome to Not Your Mama's Release Society. I'm Annie Joy.
1: And I'm Julie Swazo.
0: We are on a mission to build a kinder of Zion by living the doctrine and not the culture. Join us for today's conversation because there's always room on the video for you. Hey friends, before we hop into this interview with Little Miss Charlotte, um, I want to give some more context and, like, content and guidance and direction and things that can kind of help you should you want to have a meeting with your family about what your family values are and creating those together and making a family mission statement, like, essentially... Branding your family and what really matters to you guys as a family, and um, and then we'll I'll play the interview with Charlotte. It was really cute. She found out I had a podcast and was like really jazzed about it and really wanted to be a part of it. And um, it was cute, and I'm grateful I had the chance to record something with her for posterity's sake and also just I'm so grateful to get to have a chance to create something with her and to allow her to be part of my platform. And so thank you in advance for letting her be part of this community because she's really excited about it. And it was fun and her answers are so sweet. And she's just an incredible little girl and so I'm really grateful that she got to be a part of this. So so in the interview we talk about what brings joy in our life and how Um, joy is important to us and like the family values that we have that like bring joy in our family. And so I wanted to talk more about what that means and like what that's been meaning for me as I've learned more about it. So recently I read this book called Essentialism, uh, The Disciplined Pursuit of Less by Greg McKeown. And the book is really incredible, but the concept that I want to bring into this right now is that he talks about like very beginning of the book, he talks about how we don't truly really understand the word priorities and how originally when the word priority came out, like came out, like it was became a word in the English language. Uh, it was in the 1400s. And originally it was just singular It meant the very first or prior thing. Like it meant one thing. They didn't start saying priorities multiple until the 1900s. Isn't that interesting? Not until the 1900s did we start saying priorities as in more than one. He says, illogically, we reasoned that by changing the word, we could bend reality. I thought that was so interesting. I really was struck by that. Like we try to focus on so many different things and we try to prioritize like 10 things. And he talks about in the book how Trying to prioritize a whole bunch of things really doesn't work because when we try to focus on all the things, we're not really getting very deep into any one thing and we're really not developing the few things we should be prioritizing or not should be, but just the things that we say we prioritize we have 10 of them, we can't get very deep into any one of them. He says it much more beautifully. The point is, he says we can multitask, we can't multifocus. So multitasking is doing things that don't require like a lot of thinking, right? Like I can wash the dishes while I listen to a podcast. I can go for a walk while I'm on the phone. Like because those things don't require this like cognitive processing, right? Like they're just a task. It doesn't require a lot of thinking. But when we try to focus on different things, that requires a process in our brain and requires us to think about it and to be proactive about it. And when we have a whole bunch of them, it gets really tricky. It's not something that really serves us or our families to claim we have all these priorities. Because in reality, we can say things are our priority or our value, but really we're not spending time on those because it's really difficult to focus on so many things. So the reason I bring that up is because when I sat down to really think about what are my family values and got really serious about making that like a thing for our family that we talk about. And then I want to have it printed and put on our wall. We have some things and we have talked about some things, but I want to be really proactive about these are the things we focus on. And these are the things our family cares about. And the reason I want to do that too, is because I really want to know as a parent that I am doing what I feel is best for my family. And I struggle with Lengthy like to do list as far as parenting goes and my family goes like there's the checklists and to do lists of you know what to get done in the morning and I even have a nightly checklist that's like a prep checklist like pack our lunch and get our water bottle filled and make sure all of our electronics are charged like I I'm happy to have a checklist like things and tasks to get done but I have a hard time with like checklists of like how I actually interact with my children or parent. So what really helps me is to know like, okay, here are the values that I have. And here's the things that my family puts their emphasis on. And then my decisions and my parenting decisions are based on those values. I hope that makes sense. But if I know, okay, like we'll talk about in Charlotte's episode, one thing that's important to me is that my kids play and that we have time to play together. So if something comes up and I have a decision to make about whether or not I will attend this event or whether or not I will commit to this project or whatever, I look at my family values and I say, is taking this thing on, if I say yes to this person, what am I saying no to? And am I okay with saying no to some of the things that my family has to do? Or is there a way to, you know, fit in both? But probably not. If I only have so much time, I really can't fit in all the things. Sometimes it can be creative. But if I'm saying yes to them, what am I saying no to? So having these values allows me to just be intentional and conscious of the choices I'm making and how they will affect my family. Sometimes I may say yes to like a speaking engagement because it's benefiting my family in the sense of building my business and providing for my family. But I might have to say no that night to the play with them and allow a babysitter to play with them instead. So we just have to make these choices as each thing comes up. And if we have this filter of our family values, and it just helps us to be more intentional with the things we spend our time on and how we interact with other people. It just is a great guiding star for our family. So that's why I like this idea of the priorities. You can have a couple, but to have like 10 just isn't realistic and it's not setting your family up for success because you really can't dive deep into any one of them because you're trying to spread yourself too thin. So that was the first thing I wanted to share um, I also read a book called The Secrets of Happy Families, and this one's by Bruce Feiler, and there's a lot of different ideas he gives in this book talk about the things you are valuing currently. And are you okay with that? Are these things you want to keep valuing? Like for a while there, my kids were watching too much TV because I was putting emphasis on other things and I just needed them to watch some TV so I could get it done. But as I kind of shifted away from that and started like pulling back and pulling back on how much screen time they had, I shifted that value, right? So wherever you are in your values right now, if you don't love it, It's changeable, and you can start making those shifts even if they're small steps. Like with the screen time, I moved it back a half an hour then waited a week or two and moved it back a half an hour. I made those shifts slowly to create a new value in our home. So ask your kids what they think you guys value in your family. And if you don't love it, what do you want to value in your family? And what can you make your biggest priorities and biggest focus? Because again, you can only focus on a few, right? And we have limited time. We all have 24 hours in a day, that's it. So how can we spend that time the most intentionally and the most powerfully for our family? And he talks about having this meeting and talking together. So in the book, he takes a list of like character strengths, different words, he has like 80 different words in here. You could probably just Google like character traits or, you know, power words or something like that, that, you know, gives you a list of like words that you can like value words. Uh, like responsibility, faith, uh, optimistic, creativity, imagination, community, leadership. Um, uh, What are some other examples he has? Forgiveness, uh, determined, proactive, discipline, uh, cooperative, supportive. Like he has this whole list of words that you could go through and then say, okay, which of these words really stand out and resonate with me? We cannot do all the things. So if I have to pick a few things that I really want my family to get really good at, What are they, and make that list. So from that list, create a mission statement. Something that's simple, that's clear, and works for your family. And it's probably like one sentence, maybe two sentences. It needs to be simple, so you can you guys can all remember. But that way, it's something you guys all look to as kind of your north star for your family. He has a list of questions that he offers in the book that you could use in your family values meeting. So he says, "What words best describe our family?" And then what is most important to our family? What are our strengths as a family? And what sayings best capture our family? So those are some questions that can give you like a jump start on how you can start creating that with your family. And especially like a little family model that you can always turn to. I've heard a lot of really cute ones. For us, it's Carter's are kind. And I even have this beautiful graphic design of being the kids and it says carters are kind over it as a reminder to me as well that that's something we really really focus on we have a few others but that's kind of the main thing that I really focus on with my kids because they feel like if I die tomorrow and the only thing I've taught them is to be kind I will be okay so and maybe that's not it for you maybe it's really like being perseverant or maybe being uh, resilient or being uh, forgiving like there's so many different things we could focus on so pick the things that really matter to you and what you want to leave with your kids, basically your legacy. If you die tomorrow and your kids only knew what, what would that be? And the other reason that I feel that doing this, this family values work with your family is so important is because. Our families are the main place that we learn how to treat other people. And our families are where we learn the gospel. It's where we learn how to act in the world. Like our family units are so, so valuable. I know that as we create families that focus on gospel principles and that focus on a relationship with Jesus Christ, that our lives will be better. They will be full of more joy. So in Proverbs 22, 6, it says, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So as you're having this family value meeting, think about the things that you're training them up in. What are the values that you are instilling in them that will, they will carry with them for good or for bad, right? Even the things that we inadvertently teach them through our behavior and our example, they're going to take that with them into adulthood. And then it's their job to go to therapy and do all the things, right? But we hope we can find ways to teach them the principles that will help them the most in their lives, to teach them about faith to teach them about how it's joyful to repent, to teach them about the value of making covenants and to live your life in a way that you're always worthy of the spirit, to teach them these things and help them to be founded in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And as you do that, what are the things and the values in your family that can help them to be kinder to other people and to be good people and to persevere through trials and to forgive others and to never give up? Like what are those things that you can help them live those gospel principles on a daily basis by the way you run your family and your household. So as you think about that, I hope that you will bring Christ into every step of the way, because one of the most beautiful parts about this is that it's allowing us to create a space where we can learn more about the Savior and be more like him. So I hope that you think about this too, like how does this activity bring us closer to the Savior, and how does it help us be more like Him? And to treat people the way he would want us to treat them and to become the parents that he wants us to become. So I was reading the talk called Do Justly, Love Mercy and Walk Humbly with God by Elder Renland. And he tells a story in there about how there was a Jewish scholar who was complaining about like the complexity of all the Torah and all the books and all the commandments and all the things. And he was told To quote from Leviticus, he said, Thou shalt not avenge nor bear any grudge against the children of thy people, but thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. And then concluded, This is the whole of the Torah. The rest is commentary. Go forth and study. And I thought that was so powerful. That the main point of the gospel is to love other people, love ourselves, and love God. So to treat other people with kindness. So I hope you will also consider that as you create these family values for your family is how we can live the true gospel, which is to love others and to be kind and to treat other people like Christ did. All right. I hope you're feeling inspired to do a meeting with your family to discuss your family values. And I hope you enjoyed this awesome interview with my sweet little girl. All right, friends, welcome back to Not Your Mama's Relief Society. Today we have one of our sweetest youngest members of the crew, my daughter Charlotte Joy. Can you say hi Charlotte? Hello. Um Charlotte, tell us a little bit about you. I like
1: to um do art and play with my brother and go see my cousins and my especially my baby cousins. And um um I love to same with my dolls and my American Girl dolls, because I have my mom's.
0: Yeah, she has my old American Girl doll, huh? Yeah, yep. and I
1: love to go to Utah and see all my cousins. Yeah. And, yeah.
0: Yep, Cousin Time is very valuable, huh? We yeah. love Cousin Time.
1: And we did an escape room once, which she did with her kindness camp.
0: Mm-hmm. And we did it with you and the cousins?
1: Yeah, downstairs in my mom's Um. It's, My grandma's
0: basement, which is my mom's mom. Yes. So, yes, we have lots of family cousins. We'd love to spend time with their family, huh? Yep. So Charlotte found out that I have a podcast. I'm not sure why we haven't talked about it before now, but she found this out and she really wanted to come be on it. So I said we would do an interview with her and that we would talk (laughs) about Joy. Why do we want to talk about Joy, Charlotte? Because it's
1: our middle name.
0: Yeah, and who else's middle name?
1: My mom, um, grandma, and, and great-grandma Joy.
0: Yeah, so great-grandma Joy, and then our my mom is Linda Joy, and then I'm Annie Joy, and she's Charlotte Joy. Yeah. We have a family of Joy. So that's our family name, and we love it, huh, Charlotte? So I thought today we would talk about different ways we have Joy. And Charlotte, what do you think Joy is? I think that it's a
1: happy feeling that people have. Yeah. And like people like it. And it's like they're happy like
0: this. Oh, she's gonna go jump on the bed. For those of you who cannot see her, she is now (laughs) jumping on the bed to demonstrate joy. (laughs) So if joy were encompassed in a physical action, This is what it would look like. No, for me, for for me, you, okay. Because
1: I love. I'm very crazy.
0: That's true. Okay, come sit down. That was your um example of what <laughs> joy looks like in Charlotte's body. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what's interesting is that just recently I was thinking about how I could create family values or things that I really want my family to focus on. Me, Evan, and Charlotte, and. I thought about a couple of things that we already do that I could encompass into family values, and I realized they kind of oh. lined up with the four parts of the youth program. So we're gonna go through those, and Charlotte's gonna help you guys understand and learn about how we do some of these things in our house. And I'm curious to see what her answers are. So <laughs> <laughs> wait, I don't know what this means. It's okay. I'll tell you. Okay. Oh. So we're Charlotte. We're talking about our family values. Do you know what a value is? Nope. That's no okay. idea. That's okay. A value is something that's like really important to you.
1: I have a bunch of values.
0: I'm sure you do. But we're going to talk about what our family values are. Okay? Okay. Okay. So one of our family values is that we value play. Do yeah. you think that's true? Yeah. Yeah. So why do you think we value play in our family?
1: Because we want to have nice play and not sad play.
0: Yeah, that's true. One of our house rules when Evan was a little bit younger, we had like pictures of house rules, and one of them is we have happy play, not sad play. Yeah, this is happy play. And then I. Oh, yes. Charlotte will now play. demonstrate the ooh, yeah, types ooh, yeah, of play. Ooh,
1: yeah, ooh, yeah, ooh.
0: Is that happy? Ooh,
1: yeah, ooh, yeah, yeah.
0: That's what happy play sounds like. Now show us what sad play sounds like. <laughs> yes, that's what it sounds like for sure. Okay, come back. So the reason that I want to have a family value of play in our family is because I want my kids to know that we move our bodies because we love our bodies and because we celebrate what our bodies do for us. I have learned a lot more about like body appreciation and not just worrying about appearances, but worrying about what our bodies do for us. That's why I'm
1: turning my head. Yeah.
0: you. If you're listening, you can't see her, but she is moving her body right now because she loves her body
1: huh (laughs) yeah and they like to move my head she
0: does Charlotte what are some things we do in our family to move our bodies and play
1: um we run um playing card games or board games because it moves our hands and arms
0: sure that's what we play for sure um what about swimming
1: yes swimming Mm -hmm. which I love
0: Yeah. You love to go swimming. Yeah. And when it's not so hot, what do we do on the mountain?
1: We go hiking.
0: Yeah. But it's really hot right now. So we don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. So another part of our play is we do silly things, right? Oh yeah. We do silly things. Not just silly things. Yeah. So like, what's a silly thing that we do? Hmm. Do jokes. Yes. We like to do jokes. What else do we do that's silly? Mm -hmm. And we do dance parties. Oh, yeah, dance parties. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, we like to dance, dance, dance. In fact, what are some of the songs we've been dancing to lately? Zombies 3. Zombies 3, and what else? Hey, um,
1: Top Gun Maverick.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We've been doing lots of silly lyrics and dance moves to Highway to
1: the Danger Zone. And, um, at school. Hey. Um, When I was going home on the bus, our bus driver actually put on music and he put I ain't worried about it on.
0: You love I ain't worried about it, huh?
1: I ain't worried about it right now, right now, 1989.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's what she requests. Every time it's her turn for family playlist, she requests that song, huh? It's <laughs> your favorite right now for sure. <laughs> and then Charlotte, what's another really silly thing we do in our house?
1: We are... Do you remember? No.
0: We sing our sentences. Oh, yeah, we sing. Yeah, we have conversations and singing, right? Yeah, let's do it right now. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You start. Okay. Um, what should we sing about first? Let's have a topic. <laughs> no. Let's have a topic about... I'll ask you how school is today. Okay. Okay. Hey, Charlotte. <laughs> what? <laughs> How was your day at school?
1: It was very good. Why was it good? Because uh, I got to see all my friends and my teacher.
0: Yes, and your teacher is so awesome. I know, because you subbed at my school. That's true, that's true. I do sometimes sub at your school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've done it five times, I I don't know if I'm missing vibe, but that's okay. What was your favorite part of the day? I love math and reset. Okay, so there you go. That gives you a little sample of our singing conversations. So that's another way that we play in our house, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, so another... Okay, thank you for the kisses. Okay, so another... Um, family value that I think is important in our house is about learning. And that kind of goes with like the intellectual part of the, um, the church's youth program. So with this value of learning, what I want my kids to understand is that it's important for us to always keep an open mind and that we're always learning. Even when we make mistakes, right, Charlotte, we make mistakes, we learn.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, We talk about that a lot. And I always want my kids to be willing to be curious instead of judging if we're curious about other people and we're curious about where they're coming from then it helps us stay out of judgment and i want my kids to wonder about what it's like for other people like to wonder like why maybe they're being rude like there's been some girls that charlotte has had a hard time with at school and sometimes we talk about right like i wonder why they're having a hard time and wonder why they're being mean because what do we know about people who are being mean
1: um, they're trying to hurt your feelings on purpose so you feel bad like how they are.
0: Yeah, because they're feeling satisfied, right? Yeah. Yep, totally. So part of the things that we're learning at home right now, right, Charlotte, is that we're learning about emotional regulation. Did you know what that word means? Nope. So what we're learning about is like tools to help us calm down,
1: mm-hmm. right? Can you yeah. tell
0: them some of the tools that you're learning?
1: Um, I'm learning that we have to get a hug um scream in a pillow go to our room and take a break
0: mm-hmm. and that's all i remember uh do you remember this one no remember blow out the candles
1: oh yeah we blow out candles like
0: <sighs> we use our fingers and then we blow them out yep so we, i ask her how many candles and that's how many fingers we put up and <gasps> she has to blow out each candle right yes <laughs> So that is something that we're working on in our learning, right? Yeah. Good job. Good job taking a breath. Okay, so another family value that we talk about a lot at our house. Charlotte, what's kind of our family model? Do you remember? Nope. Carters are what? Kind. Yeah, carters are kind. So that's the thing that we focus on a lot at our house is carters are kind. And I really want my kids to understand that it's important to treat other people well, that we also accept differences in other people. Right, Charlotte? Yeah, like
1: um, Evan because he's
0: autistic. Yeah, that's right. Something that's really cool about Charlotte is that she spent a lot of time with some of Evan's friends and some of Evan's autistic friends are nonverbal and so they don't talk. But Charlotte just loves them anyway and just talks them anyway, huh? Charlotte is really good about accepting other people and their differences because she's grown up with a brother who's different, huh? Yeah. And Charlotte, do you want to tell them about what you learned about FAIR?
1: Um, FAIR means that you get what you need and not what you want.
0: Yeah, so it means you get what you need to succeed, right? Like what mm-hmm. you need to help you. Mm-hmm. So what does that look like in our house?
1: So like if...
0: um. Um.
1: um, um,
0: um, 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 um. So like, like what are some things that Evan gets that you don't?
1: Like Evan gets teachers that come like in fun friends. That, and then I don't get those fun teachers.
0: Yeah, we have people that come to the house to work with him, right? Uh-huh. Like what are some things that Evan has in his room that you don't have?
1: Um a bunk bed.
0: Yeah, and what else?
1: A slide. And what else? A swing.
0: Yes. So, Evan, Charlotte sometimes uses those things, but they're in Evan's room because that's what he needs, right?
1: Mm-hmm. But then what are some
0: things that you get to do that Evan doesn't get to do?
1: Um, I get to go play with my friends. Yeah, I can play dates. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I get to have, and then I have sleepovers at my cousin's and Evan never has sleepovers. Yeah.
0: Yep. So, there, you have different things because you have different needs than him, right? -hmm. Yep. So she's learning a lot about that. And one of the cool things about us learning about emotional regulation and how to use our tools to calm down is that that helps us to not take out our angry feelings on our friends, right? Yeah. So
1: then they don't want to be friends with us. us, And then you have to find new friends.
0: Mm. Well, or also you can just apologize for how you're being, right? And work on it. Mm -hmm. But yes, we're learning a lot about how to be kind to others through taking care of our own emotions, right? Yep, so that's kind of our like social goal is being kind to other people. Um and then our last one, Charlotte Joy, our spiritual one. So this is something that's really important to me and I want it to be a family value in our house and I haven't really talked to you guys about this yet, but we kind of talk about it in like our prayers. We talk about gratitude. Do you know what gratitude means? Gratitude yeah. means being thankful. OK. Yeah. So do we in our prayers, do we talk about things we're thankful for? Yes. Yes. So some of the other things I would really love for my family to learn is that we show our gratitude in our actions and that one action we do to show our gratitude is we help other people. Why do you think helping other people shows we're thankful? Because um, we're helping them out if they need it. Yeah, totally. And it shows us, that, it shows that we're grateful for what we do have because we're helping other people. Mm-hmm. right? Another thing that I want my kids to understand is that we go to church because, well, one of the reasons we go to church is because we're so grateful that we have this awesome ward family to be a part of, and that we have this awesome building to meet in. And we have this awesome gospel to learn about and this awesome savior named Jesus Christ. So we do these things because we're grateful. And to be grateful in all the things we do. And that when we um, are grateful, it shows us all the good in our lives, right? Like Charlotte, what's something, do you remember what I taught you about with the two hands? Um, no. Do you remember that? No. Okay, I'll, I'll remind you. So we were talking one day and she's having a hard time about not having a, enough money for all the things in the world that she wanted. And I taught her about how we can have two feelings at once, right? We can be sad about the thing in one hand. And we can be grateful for the other things in our other hand. Do you remember that? Yeah. So it's important for our family to learn about gratitude so that we can always see that there's good in our life. Even when things are really hard, there's always good in our life. And when we're grateful, we're showing how much we understand that God loves us because we're looking for all the little things that Heavenly Father does to show us that he loves us. And. When we learn about Christ, because we are so grateful for him, that helps us to develop like a deeper relationship with him. Because when we learn about the savior, Jesus Christ, and we are grateful for what he's done for us, then we're more likely to be more like him and to treat other people like he wants us to treat them. Right. Yeah. Okay. Charlotte, is there anything else you want to say about joy? Um, no. Um, no. <laughs> well, thank you for being on my podcast today.
1: You're welcome, Mommy. I
0: might do it again. You might do it again? Okay. Yeah. We'll have to see. And Miss chart will be on again. But, oh. um, ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. To wrap up today, friends, I just wanted to tell you that I'm so grateful for you being here and I'm so grateful for you being part of my community. All right. To wrap up today, friends, I was hoping that this might be an inspiration to give you some ideas about how you can create your own family values In your house and to create a culture that you're looking to create and i had to really think about this for quite a while and maybe you'll come up with ideas sooner but i really wanted to think about the things if i can only focus on a couple things because our time is limited and we can only focus on so much so what are the things that if i get nothing else done what are the things i really attend to and i really develop in my kids so these are the things that i came up with and i hope that you'll find a way to Sit down to your family and think about the family values that you have and ask your kids what they think their family values are because you might be surprised to hear the answer. But I'm so grateful for Charlotte for being here with me today and talking about joy. And Charlotte, can you say bye to everybody?
1: Bye, everyone.
0: <laughs> Thank you for being here. We love you. Thanks for being here today. If you like the podcast, the best way to support us is to leave a review and a five-star rating. If you're looking for a life coach or just want to be social, follow Hey Annie Joy on Instagram.